Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope that your holiday season so far has been a good one. I hope that you're not too frantic from trying to go out and buy gifts, and I hope that it hasn't been particularly difficult to find the things that you want, because I know there are shortages in certain places of certain things. And I hope that you're not disappointed too badly by the fact that the memory of Christmas may sometimes be better than the actual, actually how it turns out. Uh, Steve and I were talking last week. I have Steve Jarrett on here, who's the assistant director of the Union Gospel Mission. And uh, we were talking about family. We were talking about the guys on the program and how the holidays affect them and also the people out on the street. It's a time that is particularly lonely for some of the people out on the street. Maybe not all of them, but we really don't know. And we try to decorate the whole of the mission to be festive, to be, and we also try to make everything uh, Christ-centered. For us at the mission, we we don't put up Santa Clauses and things no. like that, but we do like to light the place up with holiday decorations, with lights all over the place, right, Stephen? Yes, we do. I mean, I'm glad you instituted that. Oh um, well, <laughs> no, really, you did, and we never even thought about doing that years past. And I think it just it. It just connects every, let people know exactly, see what we're about. And we want them to know that we're, we're, we're that place right there in, in the area, in that community that truly knows and loves Christ and wants you to participate in that. Yeah, and, and we truly do love Christ. And it isn't just about trying to get donations in from people outside because we use everything that we get to improve the lives of the people inside the mission. We've just been going through a huge renovation of the old building, not the offices, but the old building where, you know, we have our showers and we have our dorms for the men and Mm -hmm. everything. And, And God has so richly blessed us because of all of you that we've been able to do that. Uh, and I, I was criticized a couple of years ago for saying we don't take any government money. And I think the guy's exact words were, why don't you cro- <laughs> climb down off the cross and oh, wow. and and <laughs> take government money so you can help more people? And he went on to, I guess, call me some other things, which nah, I'm okay with. It, you know, it doesn't matter. I've been yeah. called a lot of things in my life. But here's the reality. Uh, it's not a matter of crawling down off the cross. I'm not the martyr. It was the Savior who was on that cross who paid the penalty with his life, you know, for walking for 30 years and then taking up his ministry for three and then crucified and risen again. He has always been the eternal son, and he was the only one that could redeem us from eternal damnation. And so why don't we take any government money? Because they would have us alter the gospel message, and I can't do that. Uh, we None of us would do that. Uh, Stephen sitting here, 
Do you know any of the people at the mission that would ascribe no, to that? There is no staff member who would even think that would be a, you know, a let's, viable let's, thing. Yeah, yeah let's, let's just try that and see how that works. We got a letter from a donor who had been a donor for many years, I guess, and he pretty clearly stated that he didn't want any of his money going to anything that had any connection to, uh, I don't know if he said the gospel or religion, but uh, we had cashed the check before I saw the note, and after we saw it, we I wrote him back a, a letter, and I thanked him, and I appreciate him. I appreciated all the years that he donated to us, but I couldn't in good conscience tell him that his money would do nothing that would be tied to the gospel because essentially everything, everything. we do is. Everything is. So we send him back his money, and uh, and you know I I told him again at the bottom of the letter, and again I want to thank you for all the years that you did donate. And guess what? When you walk with Christ, it makes such a difference in your heart. Because was I was I writing the letter to be snarky to him? Not at all. I really meant it. I appreciated all the years that he did that. I felt bad that that he viewed the gospel like that but i understand that people be they get offended by the gospel yeah um everybody does not uh, look at it in 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 christ like eyes you know they you know yeah well at least we're not at that point where uh (laughs) that the bible said there'll come a day when people will kill you and think they've done a service service to god God, right yeah and so we're not. I hope we're not there yet. Uh, but it's not hope. It's hope not. But at any rate, uh, so the mission needs to be a festive place, and that's what Steve and I were talking about last week. That you know, uh, and during the the little break that we had, Steve and I were talking about things, memories that we had, and it wasn't the big expensive presents we got, but it was grandma cooking in the kitchen, or maybe mm-hmm. mom and. Funny enough, ribbon candy. I don't know if they even make it anymore, but uh, we were talking about my mom had ribbon candy all the time on the counter. And then after the holidays, like Steve and I were talking about, it was just kind of one big lump of yeah, ribbon yeah. candy. That just so long, it just stuck to each other. Yeah, and you break it off and you eat it, of course. You know, until you know, until you got tired of it. Yes, and if there's any Norse people out there, yes, I had to eat lutefisk when I oh, was a my. kid. And, uh, you know, that's not a pleasant experience even when they're making it. (laughs) But what is a pleasant experience? What's that? The Norse know how to make uh, pastries. Okay. And my grandmother, she used to make something. Y'all are going to laugh. It was called yordabacles. All right. And I love those things. Uh, I haven't had them in quite a while. But we have a lot of men on our program that are alienated from their families and a lot of that alienation is brought on by their own bad behavior and you know one of the things Stephen, wouldn't you say that when a man becomes clean and sober that he reflects on what he did to his family oh yeah and how does that affect him uh in two ways <laughs> they either recognize that and want to somehow um, let them know that they know what they did and ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. or they're just so ashamed of what they've done that they just the, the thought of even bringing it up would just, just 
make them feel even more ashamed of it and so they keep it to themselves yep i i'm sure just like me i know that you have probably even more times than me talked to men who had done a lot of things to their families and their families aren't ready to forgive them or even believe that their recovery is real right well that's because it's usually not the first time they tried no. that, right? Yeah, usually, yeah. I heard this before, and um, you said this before, and you know, and uh, you just have to just um, understand that that's how they feel at the moment. And you, but you did what you you needed to do. You needed to ask God for forgiveness, and you needed to ask them for forgiveness. And after that, they need to look into their hearts, and and you need to to live to live that, you know, what you said. Is who you are. That's right, and it takes time to prove that. Yeah, it does. Sometimes, uh, you know, you go through a recovery program, you come out on the other side nine months, you're with us maybe another three months looking for a job, you got a job, you start you start uh, working and everything, and you think, well, I've been clean and sober for two years now. Well, for a family that's seen this, mm-hmm. they're always waiting for the, second, the other shoe to drop. Right. And so it takes a while. And we have to explain to the guys, you can't blame your family. They've been bitten too many times. But there usually does come a point when they've been recovered for a significant amount of time that they have proven to their family that they can start to be trusted a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, it does It does matter how long this process has happened right. to how long did they, you know, willing to uh, give you a chance and, you know, in increments as sometimes sometimes there's families just oh we've been waiting for this and and yeah, you know, open s- arms but usually they they've been like you said bitten enough that they hadn't heard this before and it's it's, it's a hard thing but you know, like you said you, you you have brought most of this on yourself and so you you got to look at it from their point of view just do what the lord asks you to do and, and you continue to walk in this path i mean it it's may right. never even come to fruition that's there are true. just some families that would never forgive you for what you've done. Mm-hmm, because but, sometimes what you've done is pretty bad. Right. But if you really confess and, and ask God to forgive you, that's the per- that is the person. <laughs> that is the <laughs> that person. Is, that's the one that you really need to be mm-hmm. uh, uh, open and, and real with. And you can get the years you, the locust has That's eaten. right. And he knows your heart. He does know your heart. And, you know, one of the problems being not only amongst uh, our program guys, but against the people uh, in the church and ourselves, our own hearts always fall back to, you know, we want to do better the next time. And the reality is, if you're a fallen individual, you can't do better the next time. You just, and then you're constantly being disappointed. So you have to go before the throne of God and not only ask for you know repentance and ask for him to come into your life, but you need to trust him and understand that it's not me working for my salvation, it's God's grace. Right. And then we have to fall on, on that grace and we have to ask God, I'm too weak to do this. I need your strength. Right. I have to do that all the time. Um, you know, when I was home by myself, sick, uh, I I needed just to fall on His grace every moment. the The good news is He's He never runs out, does That's He? Right. No, He does not. So, but, and by the way, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question. Okay, heaven only knows. Uh, <laughs> 
Eileen at the mission really wanted a life-size nativity scene for our roof. And uh, so every year I ask, so if anybody out okay. there has a nativity scene that's life-size or nearly that you would like to donate to the mission, but here's the thing. I'm off the hook because I ask, <laughs> right? <laughs> you put it out there. I, yeah. put, I put it out yes, there. Yes, you did. Yeah. And done so, your part. I think even the volunteers, don't you get a sense that the volunteers who come to decorate, oh. help us decorate, that they also get uplifted this oh, time of goodness. year? Oh, my goodness. I love it, man, when they come. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are they just ready to go. They got the ladders going on. They got the decorations out, and they're coordinating, and they got smiles on their faces. And, and when they get to it, I mean, they're, they don't stop until it's done. You know, they run out of decorations, either one. How does it make you feel? Oh, I love it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, brother. I love it. It gets me right. <laughs> it's it, one, one another thing to help me to, you know, really like. Yeah, it, 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 this is the time of year, you know. Oh and, yeah. Um, and, I'm, and I'm, you know, this. It, yeah, I love it. I, I'm glad that we, like I said before, that we have done these things. Yeah. And, you know, it 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 is it just uplifts you and just makes you look even more forward to. Um, um, you know, uh, celebrating the Christ, uh, Christ's birth. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember that first year you, I'm there, and it's pretty dark at, the, at that corner, right? Yeah. And so, you know, talking to the staff and everybody, and and I said, let's let's light this corner up. Yeah. You know? We might get a shout-out to David. Oh, he, he's the one that He's put all those lights and everything around the, the administration building. And, yeah. and that's a task, and it's, 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 it's a lot of being on the roof and being hanging around the side and putting it up there, and, and uh, he, he does it with seemingly no fear. <laughs> well, and you know, that's a funny thing. Earlier, Steve said, yeah, well, you instituted that when you got here, and that part is true. I, I did want to decorate, but I didn't do it. <laughs> and David and did I. it. Yeah, you know, it's like we've got a, a beautiful website. I, I, I didn't do that either. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've got a lot of people like Steve that work very hard. With He works all the time with the program men. He works with the churches. We have the finance department, and they work very hard making sure that all the finances are right and, mm -hmm. and that we have done everything we can to categorize them in the right we've got the development department that's trying to get the word out all the time that works with our website and mm -hmm. uh, we've got those guys doing intake and i've got chaplains uh you know come to think of it i might be the only one that they don't need oh no i don't <laughs> think so sir no <laughs> you know they're uh, all doing the work wait a minute no. there's a mistake here not but, at all but uh all kidding aside you know how Sacramento is. I grew up here, for the most part anyway, I grew up here. And uh, this time of year, it gets foggy, and something about those Christmas lights shining through the fog. The fog. Yeah. Listening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for, for, oh, I don't know how long it's been, 25, 28 years that I had come down as a volunteer. I've been the director for 16 years, but before that, for many years, I would come on the fourth Saturday with a church group. And Bell Road Baptist uh, that I started coming down with still has that night. 
Once Olga started to get sicker, I no longer could come down. And after I was the director of the mission is when she started getting sick. So even as director, I would come down that fourth Saturday with the group. And there was something about coming around the corner and seeing uh, after, after I'd become director and we lit it up, coming around and you see that and you see our big cross glowing in yeah. the fog. It's the mainstay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, we had that big Noel sign. I don't yeah. know. Do we still have that? I don't I know. I think. Well, we'll find out. This, I found out. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. I'm <laughs> sure he's, he's got it out there or about ready to put it out there. Yeah. And, and so uh, I just love this time of year. And I know that uh, it uplifts me to be able we you know our church always used to bring down a sack full of stuff and they still do by the way mm-hmm. a sack full of stuff for the men yeah uh olga used to order gloves every year for him you know and i told the church i'd be willing to do that i just have to look up the history to find out where she got all that stuff <laughs> but and it seems like most of the church groups do stuff like yes, that they, right? do. they bring down um, all kinds of uh uh, toiletries and candy candy gloves and socks and those things just just thinking about them being out there even like even things like chapstick you know which is yeah it's a necessary thing um you know out there if you're out being you know exposed to the elements it so is. yeah they they really they really uh um think about what's what's going on at at this time of year yeah we appreciate that and i yeah. know i know that our our homeless do also our guests does Oh, yeah. You know, I just saw out in the warehouse a whole bucket load of white socks, which is something you have no idea how much <laughs> the homeless love those socks, right? Yeah. Uh, just like, you know, here's a thought, guys, who never give up your clothing. Mm. You know, we have a women's clothes closet, and we've got right now so many women's clothes we can't really take anymore. Take anymore, right? But... Guys' clothes have always been short, you know. And you guys have heard me say it before. I know I'm the same way. I had a I had a sweatshirt that I cut the sleeves off years ago, and it had a hole by the neck, and one day Olga threw it away. And I said, Where, where's my sweatshirt? She said, the, you, it had a big tear in it. You needed to throw that thing away. <laughs> well, guys, I know. You don't want her to throw this no, stuff away. I didn't go back and get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, really, really so give, to it. give us your stuff that you know you're really not going to wear. And here's an idea: if you go down and buy a pack of underwear or socks, that would be cool. Buy a second pair and donate it yes. to our guys. Yes. Guys need the underwear all the time. Yeah, and socks, socks and, and underwear. Of, number number one and two. They are the big I, one. I think for us, flips, underwear, and then yes, socks. Yes. I don't know if Fruit of the Loom still sells underwear, but uh, oh, yeah. uh, they used to be the big. And so then it gives us, at this time of year, a chance. We have food boxes. Tell them about what our holiday food boxes are. Oh, yeah. Well, we put together um, um, turkeys, especially in Thanksgiving we have and, and Christmas. I think we do hams and, and turkeys also, I think. If we have them. If we have them. Yeah. But m- mostly ham and and all the fixing that go with that. So it'd be, you know, uh, uh, canned vegetables and um, powdered any, potatoes. Any, uh, yeah, the potatoes to make, uh, yeah, to make uh, mashed potatoes and everything that we can think of that you would want to serve a big holiday meal and, and put that 
in the in the in the box and have our guys help people to take it out to their cars and um, we have a service before beforehand and it's, it's great as Pastor Tom Mooney, our chaplain, uh, um, the chaplain um, gives a you know gives a message and uh, it's just wonderful and, and it's great participation. It 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 really is and you know it adds to our guys help take the food right. boxes out exactly and. I know over the years a lot of them have really gotten a charge, gotten that that holiday spirit from helping others. Helping others, you know that That's that is thing. really the key, isn't right, it? Right, it is. So it's like when you get older, you love to see your kids open the presents. It's not so much about your no, presents not even anymore. About you and yeah, no, it's not you about know. what you get. It's about Mm-mm. but what you give them and see how if that hit the market. That's exactly what they would like to have. And it gives us a great chance to tell people who might otherwise not know about the love of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that we can talk to them about his his birth and his death and his resurrection and and what that can mean to a, a life in change. Exactly, that's what so, we're about. Yeah, it that's really is. Telling the, the good news of Jesus Christ. That's Amen. Why the mission is there. Amen. And so... Uh, there's just a lot of things that go on. And, you know, I, I sense the enthusiasm from the donors when they come, you know. And, by the way, when we talked about, uh, I said powdered potatoes. I meant instant potatoes. Instant potatoes. Yeah. And and they're not like when, when I was a kid, you know. They came in that box, and yeah. they were okay, I guess, but yeah. a little war- Put as much salt and, and butter in there as possible. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they have improved. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, some of the potatoes, the instant potatoes, not cheap, but some of the instant ones are really good. Mm-hmm. And so we ask you if you bring stuff like that, that you bring the the instant potatoes, because it's too hard for these guys to give them a sack of potatoes and let them right. take it home and peel it and everything. Obviously, we don't give food boxes to people on the street. They can come and eat dinner with us right. every night. But there are families, and still it becomes hard sometimes for families to accomplish all that. Yeah. So we want to make it as easy as possible, canned exactly. vegetables, and and don't forget the sweet potatoes. Come on now. Right. <laughs> you know. That's my thing every every year. Uh, sweet potatoes? Yeah. I'm the only one that eats them. So Really? Yeah, so that's it. I need to talk to your family because nah. they, they don't like sauerkraut either. Yeah, they yeah. I don't know. What can I say? I don't know. I don't what know. can I say? So, uh, but at any rate, so, yeah, I mean, all of that adds to the whole holiday thing. And uh, so lights, volunteering, donating food, getting a food box if you need it. And if you're out there listening to the show and you need something, yeah. remember, you can call up and sign up for that holiday box too, That's right? right? Just call four four seven three two six eight and and tell them that you want to be put down for a, a food box. So it works, huh, Stephen? Yes, it does. Well, you know what? Once again, we're out of time. And by the way, Steve has sat here torturing me. He's got a little cupcake, and uh, he's trying to give it to me now. No, no. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, folks, really, we care about the people out there, and we care about all of you as well, right, Stephen? Yes, we do. So thank you. We do thank you all the time. And I I pray that God will bless you richly this holiday season, that 
you will have family and friends and church and love. And so until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.